Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Welcome back to Having a Real Voice. Thank you very much. Thank you to everybody who kept me in their thoughts and prayers. Miracles do happen, <laughs> and sometimes you just make it out the other side stronger than ever. <laughs> so last last week, you had no voice. None. You were under the weather and stuck in the apartment for... Uh, honestly, like about seven days. Yeah, I had my hair cut and mm-hmm. I couldn't even talk to the guy. I, I said to him, like, I can't talk <laughs> if we could just not. And he was like, oh, okay. That was a really good impression of you not having a voice. And now I'm wondering maybe if I was faking it the entire the time. The entire time. Yeah. So it was uh, a false flag Jeff, operation. Jeff, Jeff didn't make it to a whole bunch of events that I went to last week. Uh, I went to the A Boogie with a Hoodie listening party, I went to go see NBA Youngboy in concert. I went, uh, there was an advertising week event that our friend Nur Ozdemer put on. And it was incredible because Pusha T put on a dope performance obviously and you know what's crazy is that you know advertising week brings out all of the all the suits all the older white suits who uh don't normally go to to rap events this is their like one time to take the tie off and really you know sort of let loose yeah it's like a weeknight warrior yeah and you know i think looking in that crowd during during push's set I think their definition of let loose is to actually yell the N-word along with don't like, for example. And that, to me, in 2017 is still nuts. Yeah, I would agree. And this never happens to me. But I went to a wedding this weekend. I Mm -hmm. had my voice back. Mm -hmm. I went to a wedding. And this guy who I barely know. Right. Like, barely, barely, barely know, comes up to me and he's like, oh, you work in rap? Does Jay-Z know you? I go, well, you know, I've, I've met him, but like, yeah. if he ever saw me in the street, he would never know who I, he was, and so he goes, yeah, but would you ever walk up to him and say, yo, what up, my, but then he said the word, and I was like, what are you, like, no, that's and, so, n- but I was like, you know, here's something, let's just do a PSA for white people. Any person who is white out there, don't use the N-word. Don't use it. How about that? Like, like rule number one. Uh huh. Rule number two, three, four. All the rules. Yeah, every single rule. Don't say the N word. Yeah. Don't say it in concert with the song. Don't tweet it, Piers Morgan. Right. Don't go up to Jeff at a wedding and say that. Yeah, because I mean, like, then I'm gonna spend the entire time waiting for the wedding to end so I can say something to you. This is so nuts, guys. There's so much wrong in the world. This is one of the things. Don't say the n-word my god anyway how's your tuesday going (laughs) well you know what i'm excited about in in one month so really it's like 30 days from now november 2nd in los angeles we are making our headlining concert debut on the west coast we will be rapping all of your favorite It's The Real songs. I'm talking about Fire in a Crowded Room. I'm talking about Waco. I'm talking about Sugar High. I'm talking about Girls with the Dirty Souths, Top 135, Dead or Alive. There's a whole catalog plus special guests plus an amazing VIP experience an hour before the concert where we invite those VIP to come and, and do a Q&A and a meet and greet and pictures and all this fun stuff that we did in London. It's going to be an incredible time, and tickets are on sale right now at itsthereal.com, Bootleg Theater, November 2nd. Come hang out with your boys. And by the way, please tell your friends and family about this event. Let's keep the sellout streak going November 2nd. 
It's the real live in concert in Los Angeles. Okay, I have a question. How many times are we going to say the N-word on stage, though? Because, uh, like, we haven't talked about this. Oh, well, uh, I have it scheduled at zero. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I guess we probably won't say the N-word on zero stage. Zero White people, don't do it. My God. And we're white. And we don't do it. Okay. It's not that hard. Yeah. It's not that hard. When Jeff has a voice, he doesn't say it. Right. When Jeff doesn't have a voice, he doesn't say Definitely it. don't say it when I don't have a voice. Man. Not going to say when I do have a voice. Today on the podcast, Jeff, we have... We have Rhapsody. Rhapsody, who just released her new album, Layla's Wisdom, on Jamla and Rock Nation. Shouts to Rhapsody for coming up here. She was awesome. She was. And we got into a conversation about growing up in a tiny town of 1,600 people. We talked about the fact that she became class president in high school. We talked about... Going to college and thinking that she was going to become an accountant and walk on to the college basketball team. And how neither of those things happened. Well, <laughs> how she would sleep on the couch for days on end at Ninth Wonder's studio, just recording hundreds of songs to get something that Ninth Wonder was like, hey, that's the one. She talks about working with Erica Badu. She talks about Busta Rhymes. Her Busta Rhymes stuff is amazing. It's so good. She has an awesome journey. And talk about somebody who's humble, who's hardworking, and who deserves every bit of credit for this new album. It's Rhapsody Thanks especially to Young Guru, who was hanging out here during the interview. Thanks to Spanish Ran over at Rock Nation, Carly Hustle, and Ninth Wonder, and everybody over at Jamla and The Rock. Jeff, when do you want to get into it? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Keep That Same Energy, a.k.a. Nikola Tesla. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Lauren Uphill, a.k.a. Neo Soul Cycle. Hey, what's <laughs> up, y'all? It's Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah, this is a waste of time with It's The Real. What's going on? Man, everything's going on. I know, I know. <laughs> Just dropped the album. Well, yeah, uh, that, you know. Yeah, no big deal. Doing yeah. press runs. That's cool. Doing shows. Nike, I know. That. Eating yeah. barbecue with Guru in New York. Oh, well, yeah. Where'd you get barbecue? Uh, Vigil? V- Virgil? Oh, Vigil. I didn't know if Guru, like, actually, like, was at the grill. Like, I didn't know if he was barbecuing. That's next. That's next, next week. Okay. That's All next right. week. We might send you an invite. Guru Wait. don't cook for everybody, you But know? also, you're from Carolina. North so Carolina. So you know your, your you barbecue. Know your barbecue. Yeah, I know my barbecue. And I'm, I'm skeptical of eating barbecue in New York or any kind of soul food. I'm Are you skeptical. skeptical if you go to, like, Oklahoma of their barbecue? No. Are you skeptical if you go to, like, Texas of their barbecue? Hell no. Are Kansas you, City. Yeah. Any Anything above the Mason-Dixon line mm-hmm. <laughs> is a little tricky. <laughs> no, but, you know, like, people get particular in terms of, like, the vinegar and, like, all that, right? Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've bar- vinegar, barbecue sauce is all good in Whatever. Carolina. Yeah, we do it all. Because we're, we're the number one state for barbecue. Mm, talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah, Lexington. Shout out to Lexington, North Carolina. So we, we, we are barbecue state. That's us. Where are you originally from? Uh, Snow Hill, North Carolina. Where is that? That is in the eastern part of North Carolina, about an hour outside of Raleigh. Um, okay. Hour from the coast. So, yeah, really, really small country town. Yeah. What was growing up there like? Uh Man, it was country, man. <laughs> um, you know, we we went outside and then played all day. Nothing but cornfields and a lot of woods and and tobacco fields. All my cousins worked in the in the field in the summer to make money. Um, when did you start smoking? <laughs> I I stopped smoking. <laughs> 
I stopped smoking my senior year of high school, but I really wasn't a smoker. Right, like right. I hung with smokers. <laughs> yeah, well, I tried to smoke, but I don't know how to inhale. So it's just basically me holding it in my mouth and blowing it out to look cool, basically. <laughs> but you so. did look cool, so, you know. <laughs> exactly. How many brothers and sisters do you have? Oh, I have one uh, brother with 13 months apart. and Older or younger? Uh, younger and three older sisters. Three older sisters. So, so by the time you know you get into things is that mm -hmm. easier or more difficult like it's easier because my mom and dad have have had the chance to go through it right mm -hmm. you know so by the time they get to me and my brother it's easy like you know we're, they're a little bit more lenient you know we get in the way with murder a little bit more is that the same um, with teachers though or teachers like oh, oh man i, I already like, know you <laughs> oh man it didn't matter like oh you're so-and-so's sister you know but you know i was i was cool I, I gave him no problem my brother on the other hand like Troublemaker. Man, trouble <laughs> class clown. I'm not gonna say troublemaker. He's definitely the class clown. Like so smart that he got bored. So it's just like I'm gonna just do jokes all day. Did you guys so. have superlatives in high school? You know where it's like worst driver or funniest laugh or like started um, yeah, senior like, slump earliest. Like I feel like your brother would have won like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> we definitely had some, but I don't remember what they were. Yeah. <laughs> so. We're talking about a town of like how many people exactly? 1,600. 1,600. Wow, that's like so small. Yeah, like our high school uh, had kids from the whole county. Oh, my God. Not just the city, the whole county. Right. So, well, so you're really getting thrown into it. Yeah. Because like, that's like a lot of, like you come from, that's how long was your bus uh, ride? That's what she said. That is what <laughs> she said. <laughs> Yo, you can't talk about that because you were talking about like holding things Hold in your on. mouth, and I was just like, "Yo, you missed that's, it. That you missed it. You missed the opportunity." I was taking the high road. <laughs> no, I'm all for it. Um, what, what was the question? I'm sorry. How long was the bus ride to school? Oh man, probably like for me, like 30 minutes. I was like one of the last ones on the route, so you know. Does that mean you're also like the last one to get dropped off? Uh. No, oh, I was oh, I was sorry, the first, first one, yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. good. Last one to get picked up, first to get dropped oh, off, so around there. So yeah, I was I was good. Did you have any jobs like in high school? Yeah, man, I had my workers permit at fifteen. I worked at a grocery store, uh, by the name of IGA. Um, Shouts to them; they're a proud sponsor of this podcast. That's right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, you know, so it was a very country country grocery store. Uh, what makes a grocery store country? Man, when the smell of it, mm -hmm. um, you know the look of it what they sell <laughs> <laughs> you know you gotta sell a, a certain kind of meat wrapped a certain way mm -hmm. <laughs> you know um all of those things you walk in and you could put your groceries on a tab you know this is definitely like you know i don't have the money today right, so right. here's my tab i'll we'll be back next back. week yep. right that will definitely make it country for sure well how lenient were you a cashier yes i was a cashier Well, how lenient could you be with the people who had tabs um it was just kind of uh, manager like yo what you want me to do yeah. and he'd be like yeah nay so you know that's what it was um, you know we definitely used to swipe groceries okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah just slide those on down again so, shout out to our friends over at IGA yeah, yeah a lot of friends ate for free we probably ran that mug out of business <laughs> you know I, I apologize God for stealing <laughs> was, this, was this the only grocery store in town Um. At that time when I started, yeah, wow. yes. Um, I think two years after I started there, we got a food lion. Oh, my, yeah, food lion, sure. Yeah, so. How yeah. many stoplights in your town? You know I can count them, right? <laughs> yeah. There are probably seven. Whoa. 
Yeah. That's so small. It's sixteen hundred people. But Raleigh yeah. was Raleigh was the the closest big city. Yes, that and, was that was the hour away. And when you got your driver's license, well, first of all, how many times did it take you? <laughs> Two. Two. What Only. Happened? <laughs> what happened the first time? <laughs> I got too excited. And he tells me to to go in reverse, and I forget to put my hand on the back of the seat. I'm thinking I'm good. I'm just like mm, backing up. Hand, both hands on the wheel like I'm just overthinking it so oh, wait did but, you tell the guy that there's nobody else in your town and so that like rules don't really matter yeah I was like man I don't need I can back up just like this <laughs> yeah nah you I hadn't hit anything did you no oh okay no <laughs> I backed up straight I just didn't you have to put your hand on the back seat that was it you have to do that I don't that. think that's a real thing it's a real thing when you I know I didn't pass because of it I'm thinking I'm good he's like alright we can go on back I'm like yes I passed he was like you failed oh I was like, what I do? <laughs> so, yeah. So when you got your driver's license, were you allowed to, like, you know, go out past 9 o'clock? When you're in the country, you drive, you start driving at, like, 12. 12. Yeah, so at 12, like, <laughs> my, my dad was sending us to the store and to my granddaddy's house, like, 9 o'clock at night, me and my brother. It was easy. So by the time I got it, you know, I was, I was everywhere. That's but I got it suspended for 30 days. What happened there? I got, like four, I got, like, four tickets in two weeks. I, I have a heavy foot, man. Yeah, I was the road hot, you know. In the country, it's nothing but road and woods, so you're gonna hit eighty on back roads. You're just gonna do that. Like. So this was eighty in a in a fifty-five. No, no. 50, yeah. 55. In the school zone. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Right. No, I got I got a couple of the fifty-fives and the thirty-fives. You know, it's suspended for how long? Thirty days, as long as thirty days of my life. <laughs> So I think I tried to steal the keys back from yeah, dad. Yeah. <laughs> I can't take it. I got to drive. But nah, it's cool. So what was going on in Raleigh at that point? I didn't start really driving to Raleigh like by myself till I moved. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my, I would drive for my dad just to get practice of driving in the big city or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it wasn't until I went to college where, you know, I had to figure out Raleigh. I got lost my first year so many times. Like I remember one time I went on a date. And he was taking me home and we were going in the wrong direction. But I was so embarrassed to tell him, like, I don't know where I'm going. I let him drive like 45 <laughs> minutes out the way. Like, and I called him and I was like, yeah, I think you're right. We are going the wrong way. Like, but you, hey, spend time. Get to know me. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there a follow-up date? Uh, yes. Oh, oh. There was one, but there wasn't one after that. No. But you know, you know, I got the slide in the DMs right. these days. <laughs> they slide back in the DMs. Oh. Yeah, hey, hey, big head, no. you know. Nope. nope. Saw your video. Nope. That's what's up. Nope. Yeah. Put your hand behind the, you know. Sorry, you like seven yeah. years yeah. too yeah. late, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you have fun in high school? Did you enjoy yourself? Oh, I had a great time, yeah. man. Great time in high school. Like, I'm I'm the person that wakes up on a hundred. Like, hey, everybody, <laughs> what's up? So, you know, I was, you know, just popular kid in high school. I was a uh, class president. I was in really? all activities, played, you know, basketball, ran cross country. I uh, did students against drunk driving, all of that. Like, you know, no. I hung with everybody. You were, you were all American. You were the nerd. Like, it didn't matter if you were sitting at the lunch table by yourself. I was the person that sat down with you. Like, what's up? Like, you know. Got along with the teachers. Everybody, like, man. Everybody. Principal, it don't matter. Like, that was me. Like, I'm just, I just like, I was just having fun. So. What position did you play on the basketball team? Uh, point guard. Point nice? guard and shooting guard, yeah. Oh, come on. Come on now. I was super. I was I, for real. Listen, I was nice. I was good. So basketball you, is big in North Carolina. No, for yeah. sure. So you're the only. You're the only high school in town. Yes. <laughs> where? So where do you have to go to play another team? Oh, we had to go. It was usually a twenty to thirty minute drive wherever mm-hmm. we went. Didn't matter. 
the yeah. next city though but right. they're all they're all country we're just the smallest of you know but it was 20 30 minutes everywhere how'd the team do uh my year we did good mm-hmm. you know we came in second in the conference uh we made it to the second or third round of the playoffs that's awesome so, yeah, yeah yeah and when you were running for president of of the student body mm-hmm. who was your competition like were there <laughs> a bunch of people or was it just like one person no they were they were probably maybe like four people mm-hmm. yeah that was i can remember or? I don't remember. I mean, all I know is I won. (laughs) (laughs) What was your stance on immigration? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's welcome. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) So by the time that you're getting ready to graduate, did you know where you wanted to go to school? Did you apply to like a whole bunch? I I applied to two schools. And both in state? Yep, both in state. Uh, I knew where I wanted to go, but where I wanted to go was Duke. It was private. Um, I didn't really apply for any scholarships. I was like, ah, pops ain't gonna pay for this. Right. Yeah. Um. So you know, it was ECU, East, East Carolina University, yep. and NC State. Mm-hmm. And I chose NC State because it was Raleigh, a bigger city than what I grew up there in. You go. go Wolfpack. My right? sister went there. Um, I was good at math. They had a good accounting program, and my sister told me like, I go to all these dope hip hop parties. So I was like, that's where I need to be. That was it. When you're graduating high school, where's your mind at in terms of like what you want for a career? Man, uh, I think I always knew I wanted to do music. Mm-hmm. But growing up in North Carolina, a small country town, like I, don't, I, don't, I didn't believe it could happen. So, you know, I wanted to play in the WNBA. I'm 5'3". I go to a small school. Like you don't have that platform to be recruited. So it's just like... I'm just going to go to school for accounting and just see what happens. And I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. But, right you know, away. I found music. I didn't really get into it until my junior year. And I felt like I hate this so much. I want to do music. I said, I'm I'm going to transfer to NYU. Yeah. And then I saw those out-of-state tuition. And I was like, nope, I'm going to stay right here. <laughs> well, you so. could have been like a scammer. <laughs> you just like, yeah. Right. How do you, how do you yeah. scam that? I have no idea. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like there are probably ways. Kids are so smart these days. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was different. Yeah. Internet, <laughs> yeah, internet we day. were still figuring <laughs> it out, man. Like, we were just getting into Napster and Black Planet good, and I, st- I didn't know how to work Napster then. <laughs> Wait, okay, yeah. So you downloaded music via Napster? No, because I didn't know. I really honestly didn't know how to. I didn't know how to do it. Have you really? figured it out now? <laughs> um, at, eventually in in college I did figure it out, but I still bought CDs, man. Like I was, I was just that one. I was like, now I'm gonna buy mine. What were you listening to back then? Oh, in college, man. In college, uh, uh, Joel Santana was big then. Um, you know, Cameron. Mm-hmm. So we we were bumping that. But I was listening to like a lot of Most Def and Common and mm-hmm. Slip Quali and Jay, like the classic albums. Definitely Little Brother. Mm. Little Brother was big. Um, you know, Usher Confessions. Boy, yeah. I ran that into the <laughs> ground. Let me tell you about ooh that Common B. Like yep. yeah, those were the records I was bumping. And were you were you moving around? Were you traveling to like other cities in college? No. Stand no, just in North Carolina. Man, I worked. Man, I, I was the kid that had a part time job at a foot at a sneaker store. I never went on spring break. Really? Didn't stay on ca- on campus. Like I, I stayed on campus for a week, and I was like, nah. Like, Whoa! I picked the wrong dorm. Yeah. <laughs> I pick, and I so I went and stayed with my sister. Wait, was that your roommate's fault? Um, no, my roommate was cool. I just think you know it was just different for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, being in a small town and then going, you know, being growing up around family so much and a certain type of culture you like and then you get in the dorm and you don't see anybody that looks like you in the whole dorm it's like nah bruh yeah like 
I can't do it. So, but I, I regret it though. I wish I would have given it a little time. But you lived with your sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. near campus or twenty to thirty minutes away. Five or, minutes. Okay. Five <laughs> minutes. Five minutes. We're in the big city now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you're like two years into college, you're. You're over math. You're over accounting. Over it, dog. <laughs> I'm over it. They can have it. And, like, what's the move at that point? Um, music. Music. At the time, like, I'm working in, in foot action, hustling sneakers. Yep. And um, I meet my best friend who goes by the name of Charlie Smarts. And he's like, yo, we both like hip-hop. Let's start this hip-hop organization on campus. So we're on campus doing free shows. I'm hosting rap battles. I'm doing spoken word. Like, we're doing all these crazy events. And one summer, you know, they're just in there recording music. And Charlie goes, I know you want to rap and I know you secretly write. So quit being a punk and, <laughs> and just come on. Like, we're not going to judge you. And, you know, I got in there and I did the first two songs and that was it. Like, well, that's what's interesting, too, is that, like, usually you have like right brain or left brain people. Right. Right. But it sounds like you got both. Yeah, definitely. So do you look at do you look at music mathematically? Uh. What do you mean? I, I mean, guess, like, per se. like, you're really good at math, right? Yeah. And there is that technical aspect of, of stuff where you just, like, stay on. And then there's, mm -hmm. like, that, like, thing oh. where it's just intrinsic and it's, mm -hmm. like, you know, the more poetry side of you. Yeah. The more, like, you know, writing-based and creative. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, like, the more Jay Dilla, like, Real loose. you know, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where yeah. you're a little behind. You don't have to be technically, like, right. on, right? Um. I, th I think my perfectionism comes with the math side, <laughs> you know, uh, of wanting to get it right and for it to be like, yo, this got to be perfect. But at the same time, I'm able to, like, let go and just just be creative and loose in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I, I guess I guess a little bit of math comes in because I like to draw, too. So it's just like, oh, these colors got to be right. Like, <laughs> I couldn't I could never see myself doing a Basquiat painting. Yeah. Like, if I had did that, I'd be like, this, uh, I can't do this. <laughs> this doesn't make sense to me. Um, so I think, yeah, in a way, like, it definitely plays into the art in right. some way. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. sure. So when you're in this collective. Cooley High, mm -hmm. yeah. When Charlie encouraged you to become, like, an artist, mm -hmm. how hard was it to convince you? It wasn't hard, only because I loved it. I knew it was something I wanted to do. Like, I think I always had a vision, like, ah, I want to, I see it and I want to do it. I don't know how I'm going to make it happen was like, yo, I don't even, I don't even know where to start. And that's when your knife just comes in the picture, you know. But even before that, though, had you had a chance to tell your parents, you're like, yo. No. Classes in college are not it. No, no. I want to be this, you know, creative. Definitely not. I they... want to be a creative accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I want to spread my wings. <laughs> yeah, no, like, um, my parents didn't figure out, like, I was doing music, I think, to, like, maybe my senior year. And they came to, like, a couple of shows. And I, I think I only invited them because we did, like, this, uh, this documentary with Cooley. And they had this big film screening. So I, I had to invite them. Wait, wait, wait. So, so they, they show up for the screening and yeah. they're watching this movie that you're in. And they find out that you well, I mean they 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 didn't I don't think they knew how serious it was like when I first started rapping my cousin ended up telling my mom by accident that it was happening which she, cousin uh, my cousin Ralph yo Ralph yeah so he's he's in the house listening and she's like what you listen to my mom loves music he's like Marlena and she's like Marlena who <laughs> you know straight and she's like let me listen and there's she, only one Marlena in a town of 1600s so yeah you know. so that's kind of kind of how it was but you know once um you know college was over it's like you gonna get a job 
And I'm like, yeah, but in my head, I'm like, it's like, yeah, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're saying, yeah, but your head's like, right. no. Right. So, you know, I, I, I dipped and dodged those questions as long as possible. And they just figured it out. Like, yo, she's really not going for this accounting thing. Like, she's not going to do music on the side. Like, it's not going to happen. And it was tough, boy. Like, yeah. they were on my back. Yeah. Like, there were times I didn't even want to answer the phone. But it's like my mom. There are two people that I, no matter what I'm doing, I answer the phone for. That's my mom and, your, and dad. Oh, I thought it was us. Like, you were yeah, going to yeah, be like, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I, don't, I need your numbers. But yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, there was sometimes like I don't even want to answer the phone and then you got your older sister and you if you're if anybody has siblings like you know the oldest one is like the parent like they really protective so she was on my back too and it's just like yo I'm gonna go crazy because you but don't want to hear that no right. no not when you're going for something and that's hard right. like shit okay so tiny town yep like ambitious dreams big dreams um did you graduate from nc uh, state nc state i have one class left one class left they don't know that <laughs> you think they're listening now nope Yo, <laughs> that's why i say it you think ralph's and his fucking big mouth <laughs> yeah. ralph knows the rules now now i'm i have one credit left to go and i didn't finish it because uh financial aid ran out and i think i had the money but i was just like yeah i'm not gonna pay it right now so so yeah. one more time small town small town one credit short of graduating one credit and the biggest dreams in the world yep you're part of this collective coolie high and how is everybody sort of like seeing the road out like you know the road past tobacco road like how do you, how do you get to new york city or how do you get to the mainstream how do you get that that I big mean, opportunity before ninth in the picture mm -hmm. like I, I learned a lot from them you know charlie was uh his parents did music when he was growing up and he was also in another band by the name of influential who tab one who ended up being in coolie high was also a part of so i'm just kind of learning from them and everybody's feeling from the dark like charlie went to school for marketing so he's implying applying that you know i had the accounting degree i'm i used to keep the money records well, you That's don't have I a did. degree but oh, yeah, yeah 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 i don't have a degree you're right i'm so used to it's, telling that story it's only facts in this podcast <laughs> yeah facts i don't I have a I have a ninety nine percent degree. <laughs> ninety nine. Listen, if Jeff thank had you your number, for, he would call you, you out. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Ninety nine percent. But um, I have this accounting background, a little knowledge yeah. in accounting, so I, you know, Charlie's adding the marketing, and you know, they're they're just feeling in the dark and just seeing what sticks. Yeah. Um, and you know, they did good at it. You know, uh, we would have shows in Raleigh, and they, we would sell out. Or, you know, a little small 300 venues, that's but that's dope. good for some college kids just for starting. Sure. Yeah. So, Where you know, your music at that point, because this is before streaming. Yeah, this is way, this is so, way like, like MySpace CDs. was banging. Yeah, we used to, you know, go, I would sit on the computer all night and burn CDs uh. as they would, and we'd get markers and write on them and go pass them out. Um, that's a lot of, we'd be on college radio every night, yep. you know whether it was nc state or we go to duke radio or chapel hill you know like but the cd thing like you know we we passed out a lot of cds and you know and one of the guys tom fullery was uh shadowing ninth wonder so you know we got to meet him through fullery and you bring that into the picture that's a wealth of knowledge so ninth heard my first two songs and he was like yo you're a star you just gotta work on some things and i'm gonna help you like 
and that's that's what you say yes <laughs> come on man what you mean i was like i was like me <laughs> so you know i was i was i couldn't even wrap my head around it that he said it like these are my first two songs so that means the world to you right like yeah. you were, you were like, in his presence he tells you that you're right. the one and you know keep going mm-hmm. how do you bring that home and then, like, explain that to, like, anybody else. It's tough yeah. because we know Ninth and we know the legend that he is. But your family watch TV and radio and they don't see his face there. So they're like, who is who is Ninth Wonder? So, you know, but, you know, it's just having faith and, and being patient, man. Like, did Who was the of, biggest, like, success story to come out of your high school? Oh, man. Blue Edwards. <laughs> he played in the NBA and, like. 80s maybe like he's the biggest success story on that end next to that i don't me yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) you're told to like you know you got something Mm -hmm. keep going what's the next step then (sighs) that's rap camp with ninth wonder that's next how do you get the invitation to keep going back Oh, I mean, you know, was it outright or were you just like if you ever meet, if you, nah, we got invited for sure. I mean, um, there was sometimes like you know that's when people would uh, instant message, I am each other, and tab might see ninth on and be like, yo, <laughs> it was Christmas one time. He's like, he's joking. He's like, let me get some beats, <laughs> and ninth sends two beats and says, Merry Christmas. And we do these songs, and ninth loves these songs, so we're building this really good relationship. So now, like. I'll be at work at Foot Action, and I'll get a random call. Like I got my cell phone in my pocket, I ain't supposed to. And I'm looking at. I'm like, I go upstairs and answer the call. Look at the text. It's like, yo, knife just called and told us to come to the studio. So I'm going to my boss. Like I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm out. Like was your boss understanding? Yeah, he, he oh, definitely awesome. worked with that, me. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I get it. Go ahead, or like, I'm or I'm a lie. I'm just like, yo, family emergency. I gotta go. Right. Like, and that's what it was. So, you know, he would randomly, it'd be random, call us to the studio. And it always wouldn't be just for us to make music, just for us to be in his presence and watch him make beats to work with somebody else. And, you know, then he starts teaching at North Carolina Central and gets his own studio. And now it's 10 or 15 kids up there every day, like, fighting to get on a Ninth Wonder beat. And then he starts a label. So, so while you're in there and you're still part of this group... Mm-hmm. When do you feel like, you know, maybe you're there to sort of advance yourself? Man, I knew it the first day that he told me, that he found my first two songs. Like, this is before all of that. Like, when he was like, you're a star, I knew then, like, I'm I'm trying to advance and, and be better and just learn, learn, learn. So, you know, when he started the label, um, I reached out to one of his best friends who was trying to do the management thing at the time. I was like, yo, I'm looking for a manager, somebody to help me. I really love to sign with Ninth Wonder. He's like, well, let's set up a meeting and talk about it. And then I went to the studio, Ninth closed the door. We talked for 10, 15 minutes. He was like, love to have you. Bam. Easy as that. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. Like, that's what it was. And I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. And, you know. That was, that was just me, like, you know, however you can help me, however I can learn, like, I just want to be under you, because one, you were the first person to believe in me, believe in me, two, like, I know your love and passion for the culture, your, your fucking ninth wonder, like, that was all I took, and it was me with a bunch of guys, and I wasn't the best rapper in the room, I was probably, <laughs> out of 20 rappers, I might be like 19, like, in skill at this time, so, you know, it was a lot of humbling, and 
and I didn't I didn't have an ego like it's just like yo just go in and work you what know? kind of hours does ninth have oh man <laughs> crazy hours like he he would teach and then come you know fool with the kids he might leave the studio one night at 10 he might leave the studio one night at 3 a.m but you know i would always be like i'm staying longer than he is no matter what so i would be in there sleeping yeah i would sleep i get up at six in the morning go put on work clothes go to work come back you know and how often were you recording every day i was i was a state he they he called me a studio rat yeah Cause I never, I'm telling you, like I go every day and I would stay all night. Some nights I'd be up to five and just go to work with no sleep. Sometimes I might curl up on the little chair and go to sleep. Like every day I recorded a hundred songs before I put out my first mixtape that would never see the light of day. Like, and that's just the first mixtape. Like you record a hundred songs that'll never be used in your first mixtape. You start new, like that's rap camp. Did he give you homework? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had homework. That after the first time I met him, uh, I had to work on my cadence and my flow and my inflection and breath control. Like I had a lot of homework. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he picked like ten <laughs> albums, man. And he was like, "Yo, listen to these, but don't listen to what they saying. Listen to how they're saying it." Like what? Like um, you know, and, and instead instead of like focusing on lyric and wordplay, which I already had, it's like. Let, let's say, take the Black Album, for example, like how he rode the beat. Because mm-hmm. my, my flow was like all over the place, like I'm switching in weird places. So it's like ride the beat. You know, he 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 uh, he did an example like the ABCs of your phone number. Like when you give out your phone number, you don't be like 917849923. Like, That's Eric's number. Right, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm a psychic too. <laughs> Leo, <laughs> um, it is in a rhythm, you know, like nine one six six four eight, and then so it's like when you rhyme, you gotta you gotta listen to music. Like, what's the rhythm? How they riding the beat? What pocket it catches? So it took me a while to figure out exactly what that meant. Yeah, like, you're, you're, so that was my homework. You're an accountant, or almost an accountant. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 almost ninety nine. So the black album. Yeah, so his black album. What are their albums? Black album, Midnight Marauders. Mm. Um, let me think. Man, Snoop, Doggy Style. Uh, Let me see. I can't remember, but those are three. Um, Yeah. That's dope. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I listened to Black Album. That was the only one I listened to, though. (laughs) You were buttering him up. You were just like, hey, like, the production's really good on here. I was like, I I listened to Jay all day. (laughs) So I ain't listening to none of those other ones. I couldn't help it. Like, I'd be in the shower. Like, I listened to it so much, I could. I was sitting in the shower and I start from the first song to the last of Black Album and I knew all the lyrics. Yeah. Were you doing like the interludes too? <laughs> was I? <laughs> no. Nah. I, you know, water get cold on you. <laughs> were your friends? Were your, yo, were your friends riding around with you like again? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I only did it by myself. I didn't. I didn't put them through that torture. So, so, so you're in the studio. You re- you're recording a ton of songs. Ton of music. That's are there not any, good. Are there any that you got like real attached to and you're like, yo, this is great? And then he's just like. <laughs> Keep going. Oh man, I, I had days like for those frustrated days. Like ah, I still don't got it, but yeah. I tried so hard. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, what am I doing wrong? Like dog, I had so many of those days. He'll tell you like I get so frustrated myself, I cry. He'd be like, "No, nah, it's okay." I'm like, "I'm trying." <laughs> I don't get it. Did any of the beats that you really loved go anywhere else? Oh yeah, like because I I wasn't killing them, so other people <laughs> definitely got them. And, and you know, you're like, "Damn, he killed it!" But I, I wish I had that beat. But yeah. you know. 
I, I got some good beats now. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it all works out. So what's the first song that does come out? That comes out? Uh, Hondo Core Music. And mm-hmm. how'd, you know, how'd you know that that was the one? Knife said it was the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I followed his lead. Like, you know, that's that's me. Like, I I'm a, I'm gonna approach my music in a really realistic way. Like, if if you say it ain't right, I'm not gonna argue why it is. Like, all right, <laughs> you know. So he said it was dope, um, and that was the one we went with. And what so. did that song mean to you? Um, I mean, it, it it meant it was good. Like, oh, okay, I finally reached a point where I'm I'm good enough to put something out into the world, and I have my first project. So I like I'm on cloud nine. Like I'm thinking, yo, if people love it, like it's gonna whoo, it's gonna <laughs> go. And it's like you don't really understand the process coming in, and you don't know anything about the business and how it works. But I'm I'm excited. I'm just like, yo, I got my first mixtape. I'm rapping over ninth beats. I'm on Knife's label, like, first song. Here, right, yeah. But Honda Core Music, it was just a fun record about my first car, you know. Did you, as, um, oh, hold on. This is our brother Dan, by the way. Hello, Dan. Guru, have you met Dan? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How are you doing? Rapsy, this is Dan. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Oh, so all y'all live together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like yeah. growing up home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um... As class president, did you speak at your graduation? Yes. Okay. Yes. So my, my thing is always, I find it so funny that like a 17, 18 year old speaks mm. at their graduation like thinking they know everything, right? <laughs> like you're just like, oh, I made it and we're all going to be great and we're all going to go on to like great yeah. things. I believe in everything. I did not give that kind of speech. Oh, okay. <laughs> what was your no, speech like? It, well, the valedictorian and salutatorian, they give those long speeches. Like yeah. as class president, you know, my joint's a little shorter, okay. more <laughs> yeah. direct. I'm introducing the valedictorian and salutatorian. So, you know, I just sprinkle a little bit like we made it. Yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't have to go you into like, depth too much. You were like after parties at my <laughs> yeah, house. You know yeah, what yeah. Saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I led the tassel turning. Yeah, That's my yeah, duties. Yeah. <laughs> but much like the valedictorian, salutatorian, mm-hmm. like who give speeches that are like, you know, yeah, big yeah. and grand and everything and think they know everything. Like you putting out your first project. Mm-hmm. Were you in that space? Were you just like, oh, I mean, any second. No. No, no. So you were good with the process. I'm good. Yeah, I was good with. It. I was like I said, realistic. Like that's just me. Like I, I studied Jay and all these people so so much. I'm just like I know I'm good enough, but s- something's missing. Like you can hear it. You know, even though you get con- like my first mixtape, I thought it did good. Like we did two ten thousand downloads on DJ Booth, and for mm-hmm. me, like oh that's shit. You know, yeah, yeah. um, that's dope. But at the same time, it's just like. I knew something was missing. I just didn't know what or how. And, you know, but you you celebrate every win. You know, you just take it a day at a time. And it's just like Knife 2 is is good at at giving constructive criticism where, you know, it doesn't like, it's not like you're whack. It's just like, ah, we just got to, we got to figure out some things, you know, just keep working. So that's kind of what it was. So he was in for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like you listen back to your first project now, what do you hear? I can't. Oh. I can't even listen to it. He he plays with me sometimes. Do you not know the hot <laughs> new hip hop link? I come to the come to the I yeah, come to the studio and he's like, "Remember this?" I'm like, "Turn that, turn it off, man." My voice is all high pitched and it's like, ah, oh, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I I don't even go back and listen to it anymore because I I nitpick it and it's just like it's just like ah, oh, it's not good. But it wasn't that bad. It's voice tone was probably the biggest thing and and sticking to a consistent cadence like those are my two biggest things um 
I know you're a huge Erica Badu fan. Yeah, love Erica Badu. So I feel like we're around the same. T- like this is going the next step, which is that you end up on his compilation, Nine's compilation. Yeah, this is. Uh, Wonder Years came out 20, 2011. So at this point, I'm like two mixtapes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like, but you end up on a song with, with Erica. Erica Badu, which I now at that point I was like, oh, it's about to be something. <laughs> well, also, also <laughs> like, for like any relatives who were just like, oh, you're doing music. That's cute. Like, yeah. Was this something that was like a stamp of approval? Yeah. yeah. It was something people were excited about. Um, you know, mom is still, it's, it's not till till you bring on a nice little check and you can feed yourself mm-hmm. off of what you're doing or they see you on TV or in a magazine where it really, really hits. It's okay. like, okay, you're on a song with Eric Badu. Good, I'm proud of you. Right, How are you right. going to eat? Yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah. know, so... You're like, I'm going to steal something from, right, the, from the grocery store. Right, yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> so that's kind of what it is because I'm still oodling, noodling it up yeah. and McDonald's dollar teas. You know, yep. that's where we at. The Badu thing happens. How'd you <laughs> approach it? Man, I was so scared to write that verse. Like I probably wrote it fifteen times, and I was I wasn't getting it right. Like the cadence that I I was writing wasn't right. So I write it, and then Knife had to tell me like, "Yo, this is the cadence." Done, and he had to mumble it, so I had to go fill in the words. And you know, I keep writing it until I I get it close enough. You know what I'm saying? So that was like, ah, oh, I'm like I'm gonna get kicked off the song, yeah. <laughs> you know. But um, he stuck with me on it, so you know, that's just what it was. Well, how did, you, did how did he tell you that Erica was on? Like, did you knew that Erica was on the song before you started writing? Yeah, I mean, the, it was twenty feet tall, and originally the version on Knife's project was the original version of that song. But Erica had it replayed and, you know, uh, changed for her version on the album. So her version came out first and Knife was like, I still like to use my version. Cool if I remix it and put it on my project. You know, she gave him his blessing or whatever. And he was like, I'm going to put you on a song with uh, Erica Badu because, you know, like we were talking about today, like, you know, with every all the success from the album, you know, he's like, this is the vision that I've had since the first day I met you. Like, I knew at some point it was going to get to this. So him putting me on the Erica Badu song was strategic for him. It was, let me start this early seeding of introducing you to people and putting you in the lane with someone like Erica because y'all aren't too far removed. Yeah. So it was something that, it was chess for him. Like, <laughs> you know, he's looking five, ten steps down the, down the road. So me, I'm just like, I'm happy to be on a song with Erica. You know what I'm saying? And it probably was too, like, it's important. I think he he thought it was important. Like, let me give you these little rewards just to, to keep you saying because the process is going to be long like the journey is going to be long so you know here get on this song with eric badu just to give you something to champion like oh yeah I've right done like that. a mile marker right yeah. right so it's like keep going you know do you understand looking back now and speaking like the words out of your mouth how unusual this relationship is like you're given somebody who's willing to like do this for the long term mm-hmm. and you're also humble enough and strategic enough to give it that time that he's that he's letting you have like this is so like not the norm god's design man it's it's crazy how things work out how they work out like like i say like you know i couldn't went to ecu like i i could have you know i I remember one time i went uh coach k yao was coaching at nc state and i i met her and i was like do y'all take walk-ons and she was like yeah just come to my office she was like 
where do you go to where'd you go to high school and i told her and she was like i, I think i've seen you play before come see me i could have went and see her. I, I'm, I'm sure I, I honestly believe i might could have walked on but i didn't go for whatever reason i didn't go the next day that's a that was a big dream i just didn't go and I think about it like I originally, my brother knew Ninth, uh, my brother-in-law knew Ninth um, before he and my sister got married. But before I started rhyming, I tried to make beats for a week. You know, I was like, I don't know if I could rhyme, but maybe I can make beats. So I, a, a music business place was going out of business, so I bought like this $70 beat machine. And I'm terrible with electronics. Yeah. So I couldn't figure it out. So my brother's like, yo, my homeboy Ninth Wonder makes beats. He can show you. I was like, nope. <laughs> and that's not gonna happen like and i'm thinking like you know i, I passed up that opportunity to meet him I'm, I'm i sold him a pair of sneakers but i i didn't say anything because i was too nervous at the time and it, for whatever reason like we met in my homeboy's crib listening to my first like i don't know why things happen the way they happen so it's just like it was supposed to be that way for whatever reason like i don't know so okay so you get the badu thing and afterwards you felt I, I was on cloud nine. Yeah. I was like, bro, I'm on a song with Erica. About like, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> like, you know, I've been rhyming at this point for seriously like four years. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm only on two mixtapes. I'm I'm super wet behind yeah. the ears. And for him to put me on a song with Erica Badu, and for her to be like, yeah, it's okay to do that. Like. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like this, I can do it, you know, though I have so far to go. Hello, Los Angeles, Santa Barbara, San Diego, San Francisco, Bakersfield, Eureka, anywhere up and down the West Coast. Eric and I are coming out there on November 2nd to perform at the Bootleg Theater to hopefully extend our run of sold out events we did a sold out event in new york we did another sold out event in new york we did one in london and now we are coming for the first time to los angeles to the west coast we will be performing all of our hits all of our not hits all of our sort of hits are those hits we will be there doing everything on stage we're talking about bringing out special guests we're talking about doing bits we're telling stories we're taking pictures we might remember your names if you tell them to us several times we will be there on november 2nd bootleg theater come get your tickets today at it's listen if you're coming in from like alaska or north idaho or texas or somewhere else if you fly in if you let us know ahead of time we will bring you on stage we will plug whatever podcast you have whatever mattress you're trying to sell whatever shaving product that you are trying to hawk we will bring you up on stage we'll do a live commercial with you right you know how there's complex con well this is going to be our complex con <laughs> where we are just having you up there to sell your products <laughs> at right. our show guys it's the real.com for your tickets get the general admission ticket or get the vip experience which will let you in an hour early to hang with us to do a q a session like jeff was talking about it's going to be a hell of a show los angeles we will see you on november 2nd and now back to the podcast you know i have been performing with cooley at this time so you know i was still at this point i'm still in cooley high we're still doing shows while i'm doing my solo thing um, so I'm doing more Cooley shows than I am Rhapsody shows, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. definitely performing, and, and performing was easy for me. Like, do you close with the Badu verse? Like, <laughs> no, I never performed that song. <laughs> never, nope, never. I've never performed that song. Do you wow. want to do it now? <laughs> Just like a quick. I don't exclusive. know. It. <laughs> <laughs> Hit rap genius and tell me what the lyrics are. <laughs> so, so what's the next big step for you? Where does that? Where does that sort of like? 
turn come in? Man, it's it's kind of like, what's the next project? At this point, it's like I say, it's rap camp. Like, we just turning our music, recording every day, every day. And it's just like, Naive tells us, like, you got to keep putting out music. That's the thing. Like, it's the internet. People's tension slow. Like, just keep putting out music. So that's our thing. Like, work, work, work. And any little victory you had, we celebrated. Whether it was Ali Shaheed, Muhammad tweeting us like, yo, I like this song. It's like, woo, I'm leaving work <laughs> early again. Like, yo, Ali Family Shaheed emergency. Muhammad yeah. tweeted me. Like, I for real left work when he tweeted me that day. Like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's. Did the notification, like, show up on your phone? Yeah. Did you look at it, like, a million times? Like I did. Yeah. And Knife called me. I, again, phone in pocket. I definitely answered it. <laughs> so, you know, I think, I think I can't even tell you my, what my mind state was, but all I know is, like, I always felt like it was in reach. Though it was still far, you feel like it's, it's still close. <laughs> but, so. but what was it? Like, what were you striving for? Was it, um, like, a major label deal? Was it to be on, like, a magazine cover? A bed of money? All of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, uh, I, think, I think at the time, it for me was to live off of it, you know, like, to get my parents out of my ear. It wasn't like I need this certain amount of money, but... At least I don't want to have to share this four-pack nugget meal with my homies every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, to, to tour, you know, consistently to get recognition, you know, and the respect. Yep. I think that was kind of it for me, like at least to get to that point, um, you know. so And you see hints of it coming, you know, but you never, you don't see the, how long the journey is. You just got to put your head down and believe in it and go. Like, it's like the light at the end of the tunnel, like... And were you getting good press looks at this time? Blogs. I mean, we get some blog looks. DJ Booth and Two Dope Boys, like big supporters since day one. Um, and then you might, you know, I got my first magazine uh, article in the source. So there's a picture of me holding it up. Like, Nice, nice was really good about, you know, making sure, like, when we had those things, we celebrated it. And he made it feel like, yo, this is a moment. Like, cherish, like, be proud of this moment. And you look back and it's like, wow, I still have so far to go. But I just remember appreciating that moment because it wasn't guaranteed. Like, and that's just what it was. That's awesome. Like, yeah. That's really dope. What was your first time to New York like? Man, my first time in New York. Like, out for music or just in for general? For music, yeah, yeah. For music. Or in general. Um... I think my first time to New York for music was the first time I met you, Guru. Um, Knife took me to rock the mic. No, 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 no. No, that's not my first time for music because I went to Baseline before that. I don't... What was my first time in New York for music? I know. Uh, I went to see Pete Rock. But it wasn't for (laughs) me, though. But, you know, uh, Knife and Buckshot were working and, you know, Knife used to let us tag along. So... It's not for me, but I'm, I'm in the music space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just in the studio with Pete Rock, watching him make beats. And, you know, I think another time, again, was going to Baseline and meeting Guru for the first time and being in Baseline. Like, those were some of my first memories of coming to New York for music. The We were, um, years and years ago, we went to uh, Daniel Smith, Elliot Wilson's wife. Yeah. Threw him a birthday party. And we went there and... We met Just Blaze. Like, we were new. We're from a half an hour north of here, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, we were new to living in the city. And we were invited to this party. And so the two of us are, like, screaming dipset lyrics on At the Just Blaze. <laughs> yeah. Just is there. And Just knew us, like, online. You mm-hmm. know? He knew, like, he was aware of us. And then 
we're just like, uh, I don't know, can we exchange like information or something like that? And he was like, yeah. And he's like, you should come to Baseline and just hang out. So going into Baseline and being in there for us was like, like breathtaking, mm-hmm. you know, like Tell it, I honestly, it. so like when you walk in there and you, are you like, like, yeah, I'm looking around. I'm just, I'm quiet, bro. And I'm looking around. Hi, hey, how you doing? Yeah. I'm just soaking it in. Like. Don't embarrass yourself. Act like you've been somewhere. But at the same time, it's just like, yo, that's just Blaze. And that's Young Guru. And, yeah. Is this anything? Plaques on the wall. Like, where Jay at? That's something. (laughs) (laughs) Is this anything that you can explain to people back home? No. No. You know, being from a small country town. And there are people that have been there 60 years who really haven't left haven't seen anything out of it like they can't really fathom that when you're from a town like i'm from like you know and now i remember knife like he used to take his friends randomly wherever he went and take us too and it was always because like i want y'all to see this i want you to see something outside to let you know like yeah this you can do this like it's this is what it's like to be here and that helped, you know, and he was really big on that. Like, I remember he used to say people question him all the time, like, why are you always bringing people with you so they can see this? Because we don't get to see this. You know, you think about stories about, you know, people in bigger cities, like they could walk outside a neighborhood and they see, you know, Biggie or Tupac shooting videos. Like, we didn't get that. Like, we sat in front of TV and it was all it was all kind of magical to us because it was on a TV box. Like, I go outside my house and it's the woods and fields and, you know, a deer's outside eating and yeah <laughs> that sounds nice though <laughs> i mean no pd pablo <laughs> <laughs> so yeah <laughs> yeah that's so, what <laughs> so yeah, how, does, well. how does how does a trip to new york or like seeing things outside your town in and even outside of your state inform your mm-hmm. music uh it, my passion for it no or like how does it like, like does it change content? your yeah your voice in any way um I mean, yeah, I mean, you, it's, it's life, you're experiencing life, you know, so I definitely go back and I write about being in New York for the first time, like, you know, if anybody heard the interludes I did on Dream Merchant, there's, there's an interlude where I talk about, you know, skipping through New York, um, so yeah, like, that's, that's what it was for me, like, anything I experienced in some way or form or fashion, I'm gonna put it in the music, so if I went to New York for the first time, I'm gonna talk about it, you know, if I went to baseline for the first time, I'm gonna incorporate it in there. Like if it's if it's special to me in a way. So, um, but outside of that, like you know, that's that's how it kind of influenced my music. I would guess. Do you, you know. think that you um, you knew your voice at this point? No, I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. You know, have I'm, you loved? Have you lost? Have you like experienced something to sort of like be able to? put into your music that's like defining yeah how many 45 minute trips in the wrong direction <laughs> had you been on in this <laughs> by this point yo i always get turned around in new york yo <laughs> i hate having to rewalk blocks b <laughs> that's the worst i'd be like man damn like and you know like when you when you go on maps and it's so congested like when you're in times square like you could be walking in the wrong direction for it tell you to turn around forever like yo but um uh said, have i had i found my voice um nah man like i've always been me to a certain degree but again like figuring out tone and you know i'm definitely trying to still figure that out like what is the right tone like 
you know, how do I, how do you play with your voice? How do you make your voice an instrument? Like, it sounds so easy, but it's, it's always not easy. But like, even your words. Words, my words have always been there. It's placement of them. You know, how do you, how do you place them in, within this cadence? Because I was so big on wordplay and, and metaphors. And, you know, how do you say it in a way that people, uh, it's not boring or it's, it's easy to remember. So that was the thing. Like I was, and even then 2011, 2012, like still trying to figure it out. Like you can hear me as the years go by and hints of it, but it nothing was ever consistent. Like I might give you a destiny. And it's like, ninth be like, yo, that's the one, like that's where you need to be. And I come back the next day and I don't do it like that anymore. So it was just like, I would have hints of it, but it wasn't consistent where I could go in and do it every time it's just like i figured out one day and the next day it's like how the fuck you forget everything that you just learned and that that's what it was so you know it was hints of it but locking it down you know because you know in rap camp i'm, I'm in the booth and it's just like you know work on inflection but also work on breathing but also work on cadence <laughs> so it's just like i feel like i've gotten one thing and then it's like, ah, I'm trying to master the next so I forget the other thing. And that's just where I was. It's like bouncing around these two different things. And now as the years go by, they it's like Knife calls it the Neo effect. Like you're now Neo. Everything is slowed down to you. And now the, all the things that I'm telling you to work on and that you practice on, you got them all at the same time. And you can do it every time because you hear it now. Like you see the bullets you see that your patterns like you see music and colors like it's that's what it is so around this time j cole is coming up as well j cole's is up he's up there like when j cole started really hitting the mixtape circuits and he had just signed a j but it might not have been announced at the time this is like around the time I'm in the recording 100 song stage and I haven't put out my first mixtape. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this is and then, you know, J. Cole gets on the stars born and I'm on like mixtape two and a half or something mm-hmm. like that. So but what does that you know, mean to you? Like watching him watching? Oh, I mean, it was it was dope. One, because, you know, he was in the part of the early like mixtape stage where it's like I don't have to s- sign this big major label and be on this big radio like I can have a fan base with my mixtapes, you know what I'm saying? So that was just, that made you feel like, yo, I'm working on my mixtape too. Like, if I get 20,000 downloads, maybe I'll be there too, Cole. Like, you know, that's how you kind of think of it as an artist when you still don't know a lot. Like, you still wet behind ears. But it was, it was inspirational to see, you know, his journey, you know, just to be as talented and the sound that he came out with this is during a time where snap music was really big Mm -hmm. but j cole at that time was like one of the few people that was really rapping rapping that broke through yeah and then he signed to my favorite rapper i'm just (laughs) like dang i kind of wish that was me you know ironic here we are but you know um so you know it was just dope and he was from north carolina i was gonna say can you talk about that like he's so proud to be from north carolina yeah like Anybody from North Carolina is proud to be from North Carolina. Like but I was asking, is J. Cole more proud than you are? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, he can't yeah. be. Talk that shit. <laughs> no, I I stayed in North Carolina. Hmm. Okay. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Cole. <laughs> By the way, have you been to to um, south of the border? 
Yeah. Okay. To get okay. fireworks? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> did that as a kid. Like, that was, woo, go to get some fireworks. We were talking to someone the other day, and they were just like, what? No. Yeah, we oh, bring this I up know. to the border all the time on this podcast. I know, exactly. Yeah. Like, I remember my first time going, like, oh, like, yo, we're going to the south of the border, and you get there, and it looks like Walmart fireworks. Yeah. Just like, why do we drive all this way? Our, like, our grandparents lived understand. in Florida, so we would, like, on, you know, like, winter vacation, we would drive Stop down. through? Stop, well, no, because we would ask our dad to And he stop. was like, absolutely not. We are not stopping at south of the <laughs> yeah. border. He's like, he was, we don't need another Pedro, like, <laughs> yeah, snow globe. <laughs> so Man. one time, one time he was like, you got five minutes. And then oh. he's like, or else I'm leaving. We're yeah. like, all right. But, you know. <laughs> so we bought this whole yeah. like store out. Um, 2013, you put out She Got Game. The cover art is you sitting on the actual basketball rim. Yep. How uncomfortable is that? Uh... It was. It wasn't that uncomfortable. It was scary because I was so high up. <laughs> oh, you were actually like they didn't lower it for you. No, no, I got on a ladder, ladder and sat up there, and then they pulled the ladder away so they could <laughs> take the picture. I'm just like, Phew. I was like, yo, that's. I look stiff on it. I probably yeah. do. Like you see, my arms are pretty locked. I'm like, y'all better get this picture, man. Like, how long were you up there for? Was. Days. Yeah, it felt like eternity. <laughs> Nah, I was probably up there like twenty minutes, something like that. <laughs> Change of position. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like the having to get down and get back on and represent yourself. Like I don't like heights, man, and that was that was too much for me. But we did it. Oh my we God. did it. Shouts art. to shouts to Cameron, Duke, all my Duke fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was like, I was like, is Cameron the photographer? Like, you know, Cameron and Cameron and Dory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. So. Obviously, you've talked a lot about Ninth. Can you talk about someone else? Well, you know, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to hear about two people in particular and and what they've meant to to your career. Um, Young Guru, yeah, and Carly Hustle. Oh, you know Carly. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we know everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are popular. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh man, Young Guru is just as instrumental as Ninth. Uh, you know, those are two big brothers. I remember the first the first time like we had our first sit down. You know, he told me, like, and it, it stuck with me, like, he was like, define your line now. Like, what you're not going to do, what you, what you, you know, what your brand is, like, define that early now. Like, I'll never forget that it was the first uh, bit of advice. But, you know, they just always been in my corner. Like, you know, the times that he's called me and broke down my rhymes, I'm just like, yo, why why is Guru calling me breaking <laughs> down my rhymes? This is crazy. Um, You know, always f- the bat, like, whatever you need, like, either one of, uh, either one of them is there for me. So he... He, he and Ninth are like the same person to me in different bodies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they have both really been instrumental in my career, you know, just taking me places and showing me things and giving me advice um, and championing me on and telling me to be patient. Like when you have either one of those giving you those talks like, yo, it's, it's coming, you know, celebrating with you like it's amazing. Yeah. But don't but also like don't not give yourself credit for, you know, like listening and saying, OK, I will like, you know let this sort of like uh, evolve and mature and everything because yeah. that's a huge thing that not a lot of people do but Carly yeah. Hustle haha <laughs> that's that's my girl like <laughs> I can remember it'd be Twitter like Carly was working at uh, Hot 97 at the time mm-hmm. so you know I'm just like yo somebody from Hot 97 likes me they retweeted me you know and, and anybody that follows Carly like you know like she's really big about supporting women so you know it was just dope like I can remember one of the first conversations we we had and she you know she talked about like you know I'm just here to support women I like your story I like what you represent you know and, and at one point um, you know she just 
was so uh supportive you know we brought her on to work with us you know and, and she worked with us for about a year um you know and now we have harp mm-hmm. you know and she's at apple but <laughs> you know she's always been big sister and she got me on my first um hot 97 uh who's yeah, next yeah. and you know and sobs I'm, yeah like it's what like, was that like man you know sobs is legendary like yeah. you you hear you know, everybody talk about it um how legendary it is to perform there so to get hot 97 who's next is like yo they think i'm next like you know i remember this person was next last year and now they're here so you know it was just it was another you know milestone i guess and something you know the champion it's like yo keep going like you're chipping away you're chipping away so were you nervous walking through that crowd because like with with SOBs, you have to walk directly through, like from downstairs. Yeah, the mm-hmm. green room is downstairs yeah. and like out of the yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Uh no, um, <laughs> it wasn't crazy packed. <laughs> I, it was easy to walk through. <laughs> I will say that. That joint was if it was shoulder to shoulder, I might have got a little butterfly walk there. I was like, small victories, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. we got some supporters. We're gonna have fun with this. Hey, I'm just skating. Dude. Everybody move up, yeah. Yeah, yeah like yeah. yeah, don't be. Come on up, fill the fill the gaps, you know. <laughs> so. Did you bring your own DJ for that, or did you have to? Knife, knife was there. Wow, knife, yeah, knife was uh, DJ and a guru was right beside him so you know that's pretty good that's yeah those are our leaders in the crowd at that point like you know what i'm saying yeah i mean we just had fun man you know but new york (laughs) new york is man new york is hard to perform at you know like they they could like you but they ain't gonna let you know they like (laughs) you i was like man like i'm performing my heart away and i'm i'm like dang uh, let me give some more energy because i'm maybe i can hype them up they just like but I heard like as long as they don't boo you or, or talk while you you got them, but at the same, it's so weird. Like it is so weird yeah. performing yeah. in New York. But I still love you, New York. <laughs> so. so, at what point uh, does does Jamla and Rock Nation partner up? Uh, this is twenty sixteen, end of February, like right ar- right around the end the Grammys. Okay. So. so, oh, okay. So. Well, that's when we got their first show. The first initial email, like, yo, we're interested. And that's it becomes from Spanish, a f- uh, Spanish, Spanish Ran. Yeah, 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 Spanish Randy Ran. Rodriguez. Randy, yeah, yeah uh, Spanish Ran, you know, he, he took the idea to Lenny. Lenny was like, go for it. Uh, you know, so Spanish Ran reaches out. Uh, we build with him and Lenny, you know, for a few months, try to get paperwork together. Um, you know, Guru and Ninth are handling that. Um, and then in July, yeah, July 14th. July 14th, I think it is. Is that Bastille Day? In 2016, (laughs) that summer, we make it official and we announce at the Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. Crazy. Who are you telling? (laughs) Nuts, man. Wait, by the way, can we just talk about Randy's actual message to you? Because it's like four lines. You you saw it, huh? I've seen that before. (laughs) It's like four lines and it's like, there's typos. It's like... like, (laughs) And Randy listens to this podcast, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... It's like, Ooh, were you like, oh, check, this is like a, yeah, know, this is, is like is a, Randy one credit short of graduation? <laughs> I'm going to just say he was so excited, you know, he just couldn't contain it. Talking but, away. but were you just like, is this like real? Like what no, were you? We, yeah. we saw it. We saw, I think it was, uh, ran, I think he had a rock nation email at the time. Yeah, yeah. So it was definitely real. See, that's like, how you scam your way into NYU. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make up a fake email. email. <laughs> we saw that at rock nation. It's like, yo, this is, this official tissue. I think ninth. Ninth went to check his Twitter too, so in the Twitter bio it had Rock Nation. Is like, yo, no, it's real, like, and you know, I think Goo made some calls, you know, just to to make sure, like, Lenny, this your man, yeah. like, everything was everything was right. Like, Where are we in the timeline with with the Kendrick feature? 
this, this, this after, was after. After, okay. after Kendrick. <clears throat> Can you talk about um, what it was like to get that phone call? Adjun was crazy. Like, I he had hit us up. He called me. He called. He got in. Called me. Dave called 9th January of 2015. Right. Shout out to Dave Free. But the year, the year. Let me see. January 2015. It was after he did Control Verse. That mm-hmm. was the summer of 2013. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Okay. Um. That's and when I know I, that date because it's an unforgettable time in hip hop. Definitely, bro. Montement <laughs> yeah. the Control Verse. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's, it has a wiki page. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, I'm ha- I'm having a she got game listening session in New York, and after that, I'm going to shoot the kingship video with DJ Premier. So I'm at Premier shooting a video, and Knife gets the call from Kendrick, who is in South Africa. You know, Knife calls him to talk about the controversy, but he's like, also like, yo, I'm working on my album. I want to get Rhapsody on it. Like, I got this joint, you know, so I'm He's just like, you're like, breaking up. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Knife tells me, I'm like, yo, that's crazy, right? So then a year and a half goes by. I don't hear anything else. We don't hear nothing. So I'm thinking like, okay, it's probably not going to happen. He probably had a different idea. It's cool, whatever. So I'm I'm at the Charlotte airport uh, going to Toronto. Flight gets canceled. And I got to take the next one out. So I'm about to get on this shuttle shuttle bus to the hotel and and knife calls me he's like are you sitting down i'm just like yeah i'm on this i'm on this shuttle bus i'm whispering and shit <laughs> but it's quiet so they can still hear me yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's like dave just called me uh kendrick is sending uh instrumental because he wants you to put voice on for his next album and i think i go are you fucking kidding me <laughs> shit and everybody on the bus start laughing and shit i'm just like i'm sorry y'all <laughs> yo and it like it was like wow because you know you know the buzz like this is one of the most if not it's one of the most anticipated albums ever like his second album is follow up to good kids so i'm just like yo this is crazy but in my mind i'm like i i never refer to his voice like you know put some voice on i'm like he want a verse or he want me to do like some ad libs or an interlude like what what kind of voice you want like yeah. you want me to play a girl part like I don't give a fuck what you want I'm gonna <laughs> right. just ha ha cause who who on it it don't matter but um <laughs> you know knife knife uh Kendrick texts knife the next day and he's like you know they talk about it and knife's like well here's rap's number so I get to Toronto and um he calls me and we talk about we talk about it for all of two or three minutes you know real short tells me what it is sends the beat a week later yeah how'd you know what to do it was it was easy to he you know he was like i got the the song is called complexion you know everybody's beautiful you know but i really want to talk about you know us and i i told him i think i cut him off i was like bro i already know where you're going with this like you know we get it he was like you know what i'm saying and that was it so you know i didn't overthink it i was like yo he hit me for a reason he wants me to do do me so you know i got the beat and again like i didn't hear his part you know i didn't hear the beat that he rapped on his verse anything he just only sent me my section so i'm I'm sitting down and i'm i'm having to tell myself do not overthink this like because I'm, i anybody that knows when i write i can easily overthink it because i'm a perfectionist so, you know, I might write four bars and then I stop and watch a little bit of Duke game because I can feel myself like, yo, you're trying, you're trying to make this metaphor stick too fucking hard. Like you're forcing it. Come back and I write four more bars and then it's like, you know, I'm going through old verses like, yo, I didn't use this line, but it fits here. So I'm piecing my verse together from old shit I've written and just just off the fly. And I've constructed this verse and all the verses I do, I record on my phone, voice memos, to see how they sound and play them back to myself. 
And if I think they're good enough, I send it to Knife. I'm like, yo, what you think? And I sent it to him. And he was like, that's it. I'll be up there tomorrow. Because, you know, I mean, I, I'm back from Toronto. I'm in D.C. Knife is on the way to D.C. It's his birthday weekend. So we're trying to find a studio to record. So, you know, and that's just what it was. Like When you sent it to Kendrick, what did he say? Oh, man. He, he had Knife back Did first. he write K? <laughs> 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 right, that's the most, like... Whatever type of reply you could do, like okay, <laughs> right? Uh, nah, he hit knife. Like I remember he hit knife first, and he was like, "Yo, that's why uh, she's the only feature on the album." And and you know everybody talks about people they don't like. I want to talk about people that I do rock with. And I remember he hit me next. He was like, "You killed it," you know. And I was just like, "Man, if he loves it, I'm happy." Like, cause I was nervous, man. I, I wanted to do two or three verses just to make sure it was good. And I was like, nah, send him this. Like, you want to control, like, oh, do wow. the control yeah. verse. Oh, and, yeah. he, and he actually cut the verse short. Um, he It's probably like eight bars after after what it, what it is on the album that I did. But, you know, I didn't know that Black of the Berry came after that. So the way I talked about the game, like, it just, it worked out perfectly. And he was like, it's a trip. Like, how on topic that you are and you haven't heard anything, like. And that's what we said. Like that—that that shit's crazy. So that, just our energy and how we connect can be nuts sometimes. And then okay, so skipping forward. I mean, like whatever. There's no actual format to this podcast. But um, <laughs> but did it mean more to be on his album for him to ask you to be on his album, mm-hmm. and then for you to be there, or for you to ask him to be on your album? For and him to ask it? me because of the moment that it was. It was the most anticipated album at the time. Like being on his album changed the, the the trajectory of my career you know what i'm saying like that was like w- one of the biggest moments you know so i don't know if i would have got the rock call without that moment mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like he well, put me on email, a whole other p- and it yeah. was very <laughs> spelled right. email first <laughs> and call you know told. like i said only facts in this podcast <laughs> fact facts facts <laughs> You're very right. Keep, keep me keep me right and honest. I like this. Um, Accountable yeah. for my words. How much of your high school uh, graduating class reached out to you at, uh, around Grammy time? <laughs> um, everybody congratulated me, man. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, people, like, like, I never spoke to you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I, I spoke to everybody. I remember everybody, too. But people I hadn't spoke to since I graduated. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, wow, man. I hadn't heard from you since move the tassel over yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it was it was just dope like you know because the grammys reaches everybody like yeah. so you know it was really dope man you guys partner with rock nation mm-hmm. what has the last year and a half been like over there it's, it's been it's been good for the most part um, well, how has life changed like since partnering up with them um, you, you know, get to stay a, in any of J and B's houses all right, yeah. anytime you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have a key yet. I don't have a key, but I did get to hang out one night, so that was dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks to Guru. <laughs> <laughs> Guru brought me along. I got to tag along. But um, wait, did you go? Uh, what was the the Rock Nation Grammy party like? Um, Grammy brunch. Yeah, the Grammy brunch uh, that year. Yeah. Was that the wait? Was that the J and Puff year? Yep. Whoa. Yeah. What was yeah. that like? It was fun, yeah. man. Like, you know, but at this time, you know, like I'm not, I'm not so starstruck. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've been around, so it was just dope though to be there in that space where everybody feels comfortable just to hang out. Like Jay's walking around, Kelly and Michelle are here. Like everybody, I don't, everybody was yeah. there. Like I met Chris Paul for the first time, so it was just dope. Like 
you know, wow, this is, I finally made it to this space. Like, you know, everybody don't get to go in those spaces. So to be invited to the Grammy brunch and, you know, just to feel like you can be a normal person around other people who are just normal people at the totally, end of the totally. day. Like, it was, it's it still was very cool. Special, yeah. Super special, man. That was like one of the funnest times I've ever had. That's yeah. Dope. But, um, yeah. But I mean, the last year and a half with, you know, the Jam the Rock Nation part, it's been beautiful, man. Like, you know, you, you have your headache times trying to clear samples, but who doesn't go through that? It doesn't <laughs> matter. But, you know, it's, it's really like a family. Like, um, you know, I came in and I love what Jay's built. Like, you know, a lot of, I came in a lot of times like, oh, he just hired all these women and, you know, everybody's really, you know, supportive of the project. And it just really felt like a family environment. You know, they they let us be as creative as we wanted to be, you know, and, and it, it didn't hurt that Ninth and Guru already had these relationships. They known Shaka, Lenny S. So, you know, it, it was just dope. It was just it fit in it's like you meet these people and in two weeks you feel like you've known them forever. And I've you know have friendships now that i know i'll have for the rest of my life like you know i'm the, i still come up here sometimes and hang out at the office like artists really don't do that but like i genuinely love everybody that's there so you know they're very really supportive man it's, it's just dope but you know those environments are you know it trickles down like whatever whatever type of person jay is like you that's how his company's gonna be ran so it's you know it lets you know like yo artists really started this you know you could feel it like it's this way because jay has been through these things that i've been through you know he didn't get signed from a major label when he first started so you know he's really looking out for the artists and what's best for the project and that's just the environment and it's it's cool man it's been great and so how'd you approach this project then when we did the deal, we had been working on the project like, let me see, for eight months maybe. So, you know, we kind of came into it with the project already. It had a good foundation. It was it was, it was, was almost done. But, you know, as time went on trying to clear samples, I'm still recording. I'm adding stuff mm -hmm. like Guru mixing new songs over and over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> It's like we got another one. It's like, hey, I thought we were about finished, <laughs> you know. And he's working on four, 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 and I'm still recording and sending music. And it's like, can you mix my joint after? <laughs> you know. But it was cool, man. So yeah, but like I said, like they let us come in. They didn't, you know, bother the music. You know, uh, I think Shaka gave us, you know, advice on maybe something to try for one interlude. That was the telephone interlude. But other than that, like they were like play us the records we love it when is it going to be done mm. you know and that's what it is yeah. like how can we help what you want to do with it like yeah what's your best buster rhyme story <laughs> um my best buster rhyme story man probably just being in the studio with him joking like listening to music and watching his reaction like because i love buster and everybody know he's super animated yeah he's not a real subtle guy yeah <laughs> i remember i can't remember it might have been black and ugly or something we played he was like it sounds like big whales coming out the water and hitting the water. So every time I see him, I do this thing. I'll be like, the whales coming, you know what I'm saying? So that was like one of my one of my favorite joints. Like, and we played the album one time, and then I might go back a month later. He's like, all right, let me hear it. He's, he look at me. He's like, this is crazy, Queen. Like, those are my favorite Busta moments. Like, it's just amazing. When Busta did his, like, Busta Lude? Yeah. In your head, like, did you ever think, like, oh, like, it's sort of like, it's not like this, but, like, on Missy's project, 
mm-hmm. when he does the intro, the intro and the outro. Uh huh. Oh, oh, you talking about the Buster Loop? That's yeah, yeah. That's exactly what we referenced when I sent him that beat. You know, we said we wanted to sound like what you did on on the Missy joint, um, and he was like. Whatever you need, Queen, I got you. <laughs> I love that he calls me Queen. Yeah, that shit's yeah, so yeah. dope. Like, <laughs> um, that's exactly you know kind of what we were going for because you know like I tell people like everybody's used to Buster you know doing what we love Buster for really anime. I was like I want I want to put him on something different like yeah, yeah. something more mellow. Like let's just go left with it. And he killed him. I got that verse back though. I was like, "Ooh, you nasty! <laughs> Put your hand up in the air, girl. Like, who you talking to?" <laughs> nah, that that joint. He, he definitely went Barry Buster on it. <laughs> Barry Buster, not Barry White. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so you you've really like worked with a whole like murderer's row of just like all lyrical like the who's who yeah. of Black like thought joey badass yeah. jay electronica yeah. mac miller like a whole like slew of people i want to know like <clears throat> as my voice cracks mm-hmm. i lost my voice last week so yeah. it's been like a, <laughs> a weird thing um i'm not just going through puberty now but <laughs> but um i want to know who's somebody that's like so far afield that you would be like, oh, I want to work with that person. Ah, mm, uh, that's just left field, man. I don't know. I mean, I like outside of hip hop, I hadn't thought about it. Really. Natalie like, Brulia. <laughs> who that? <laughs> like, I don't. Who is that? She's the one who sang that song, "Torn." I don't know why it just popped into my head. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know that song either. I'm sorry. It's fine. We're going to cut this. It's okay. We should leave it. (laughs) But I was thinking, like, is there anybody from, like, Atlanta, like, um, or, like, somebody who's maybe, quote, unquote, not lyrical? I got you. Um, Like, how Talib Kweli worked with Lil B. Like, something that's so just, like... Waka Flocka. You talked about it on the record. Making that thing clap, baby. Clap for me. Um, Rich Homie Kwan. I could do something with him. Um, Cardi B. Mm -hmm. I would do something with Cardi. Like, I think that shit would be dope. Even though Um, all women rappers hate each other, as I'm sure you've talked about on this uh, press run. I know. When every single person probably asks you, hey... How come all women don't get along? Yeah. Right. And then you have to respond as if you speak for all women. women. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. You're doing so good. You, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, just uh, let me let me ask you this. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel about being a female in hip hop? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean it's a really interesting question. Yeah. It's never been asked before. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part about it. Um but yeah, I mean is that is is that whole process frustrating this the press run of just like, oh like let's talk about this? Of of female at this point, yes, I've been talking about it since 2010. It's and that like, became that's when you became a female rapper. That's right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's when I grew boobs. You know, <laughs> and they slipped they slipped me down the middle. <laughs> you are a female rapper now. It's like okay, um, yeah. Like I'm so over and tired of talking about that, and it's it's crazy. Like you know, those you can't come up with any other questions. Like look at this podcast. Y'all have asked me questions that nobody in life has asked me, and I've been doing this now for seven years. Mm. I love you guys. Uh, we love this you. Is, this is amazing. We're going to exchange numbers. I know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we're going to double date. Yeah. Yeah. So you can like not pick up our phone call because we're not your parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about um, talk about Made in America this year. Oh, man. 
So what's the My difference f- between SOBs and uh, you know in ben, America? Ben, Benjamin Franklin, you know, yeah, uh, Parkway. Parkway. <laughs> <laughs> Those big rocky steps behind yeah, 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 a humongous yeah. stage. You performing with a live band. The rain. You ever performed in the rain? Um, actually, Eric was in marching <laughs> band, and so yes. Yeah. You did perform in the rain. I did. Yeah. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Did you? Oh, okay. You had a bigger band but than I, I did. Never, that's right. Yeah. All right. You got me. One up. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, that shit was crazy. Yeah, yeah, like to be on the main stage, like it's my first time performing and my first time going, and to be put on the main stage that Jay Z's gonna perform at the next day. (laughs) 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 On, um, you know, you're gonna open up the show for that for that stage, like, you know, it it was amazing, man. You have all these kids who don't really know who you are but they rocking with you because we're not in new york <laughs> so you know they're like cool with like yeah we fuck with you like we'll let you know it was it was amazing man did you still have guru in ninth standing next to you hell yeah, yeah guru was back there getting my ear monitors right mm-hmm. you know though he had a trillion things to do that day mm-hmm. he stopped everything he was doing to make sure i was good how about that you know? what, what was guru doing besides like taking he pictures? was mopping oh, the floor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was raining he was like yo you got on heels i'm not gonna let you fall this is a title event you know right, we don't right, want yeah. you being a meme good looking out yeah <laughs> so he's like hey get the mop get this water up <laughs> pull those drums and shit back <laughs> it is raining like yeah so you know that was guru was being the boss man yeah. like knife was getting the dj shit right like they was right there till i finished you know he was taking pictures yeah you know as he does not only is he a manager yes he's also my photographer that's right i have one of the best photographers in the world no you know? kidding yeah well two i guess because lenny s also that's true yeah I mean, have you sat on the gold couch yes <laughs> that was like my welcoming picture <laughs> right, to rock right, nation right. welcome <laughs> gold couch <laughs> yeah are you a horror movie fan no well i take this i take that i'm not a demonic like if it's horror and dealing with demons and satan i don't fuck with that <laughs> but uh it it came out right. Yeah. People were like, "You want to see it?" I'm like, "No, I don't, I don't. I don't mess with demons." They were like, "He's an alien." I was like, "Oh, I'll go see it." <laughs> <laughs> He's an alien. I never knew. I never knew. Shout out to Tony Baker. Um, I never knew. Uh, so I'll I'll, I'll go watch like Scream and it, but anything mm-hmm. dealing with the devil, uh, nah, cause nah, bruh. Well, cause you have that line about Cujo. On yeah. Your, and so I was like, oh, Stephen he, King, like. He wasn't a possessed dog, though. He was just He was just a rabbit fuck. dog. Yeah, you yeah. know, he was gangster. That dog was <laughs> ill. Cool. Hey, have you seen Cujo? No, I, I had don't, to look I it up. I don't fuck with dogs to this day because of Cujo, bruh. No, no lie. Like, terrified. So, where did you even see that movie? Because it came out in, like, 1981. Yeah. Like, I honestly had no idea anything oh, about this no. movie before. Like, I had older cousins. Like, it would come on TV. I'd sit and watch it and torture myself. No, you know, you have your older cousins like, yo, you want to see Chucky? Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, you want to be brave. I ain't scared and you can't sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> you like, you know, uh, so yeah, man, that's, it was, that's the eighties, nineties. Yeah. Well, you want to know what? You're mm-hmm. our dog now. So <laughs> yes. shout out to all of us. That's right. I'm your yeah. dog. Cujo ain't got shit on me, bro. <laughs> Listen, your new project's amazing. Your career has been amazing. Like we told you when we saw you at your listening party like oh, the patience you. you've exhibited your your process that you've like you know under mm-hmm. undertaken has been amazing 
it's not bad for a girl who started out as a cashier to sign that Rock Nation check and cash out, you know? Giving out so, free groceries to the homies. That's right. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so Thanks much. Thanks so much for coming up here. Thanks for having me, man. Of course. It's been amazing. And shout out to accountants. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hold it down for all yeah. us that didn't make it. Shout out to Ralph. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Jeff, if people want to find out more about us, we're It's The Real. If people want to find out more about this podcast, it's called A Waste of Time with It's The Real. If people want to find out more of what we're up to on a daily basis, where can people go? You can always ask our doorman. He usually has a pretty good read of what we're up to. Not, I mean, he's not, like, in our apartment, but, like, he sits downstairs. Anyway, right. you can always find us online at twitter.com slash it's the real. We are also on Instagram at it's the real, Facebook at it's the real. You want to listen to any of our old episodes of our podcast, go to soundcloud.com slash a waste of time. We are also on iTunes. Search for a waste of time with it's the real. Spell our name right. It is I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L. No apostrophes, no spaces. Jeff, if people want to listen to our music, where can they go? You can go on Spotify, listen to Teddy Bear. Fresh, our album with guest appearances by everyone from Currency to Smoke Dizza to Bunch B and Ige, Angie Martinez, Combat Jack, Jazz Cartier. There's a bunch of people on there. Also, Eric and myself are on there. Jeff, do you know that Sugar High, our song with Currency and Smoke Dizza right now, has topped 351,000 plays? I did not. This is the first time I'm hearing that. How exciting. Well, people should go listen to it. Press play on Spotify. Do your boys a favor and press play. You can find us on SoundCloud.com slash it's the real for all of our original music jeff you know that this podcast isn't growing unless we tell our friends to tell their friends to tell their friends and it definitely starts with us so who would you like to shout i want to shout out our friend who we have never met but we have definitely talked to a few times Uh shout out to our friend irene out in los angeles who has offered to take us out for tacos Tacos. a million times and finally we're going to make it happen we are out there on november 2nd irene we're looking forward to it that'll be a thursday right november 2nd is a taco thursday Taco Thursday. I, Jeff, would like to shout out some friends that we have not met in person, but who are active supporters of us whenever we do our Instagram live. I'm talking about Battlestar Galactica. Great name. I'm talking about Zandra Bullock. Great name. Tyler C's up there in North Idaho. Not a really great name, but like, you know, <laughs> it, it's a good name that his parents gave him. Well, yes. Well, how about Community Experiment Podcast? That's a better name. That's a better name. Shout out to everybody who joins us on a semi-regular basis on our Instagram live. Our Instagram again? It's the real. It's a really simple thing. So so it's not just the N-word. No, no. It's it's not. White people. Yeah. Don't use the N-word. Guys, we're really appreciative of everything, especially spreading the word about our upcoming show in Los Angeles. November 2nd, go to itsthereal.com right now for tickets. Not for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys next week. Bruh!